I think I've made my point. But you're in that kind of a church that believes in the power, the glory, and the immediacy of God's presence. We're delighted for all of our visitors that are here. Uh, revival services will continue tomorrow night, um, 7 p.m. for prayer, and then 7.30, the action will uh, begin in Jesus' name. Brother Nathaniel Cox is not an ordinary evangelist. This man has stepped across the threshold into the Holy Ghost, and God has used him time and time again. And I just want the devil to know we're just getting started. We haven't got to the harvest part yet. We're still pushing back the darkness. Brother Cox, come and take your liberty today. Somebody shout with a voice of triumph and give God the praise. God never shows up with so much liberty without a purpose. I would be very foolish today if there was anything in my life binding me up. If I didn't take advantage of the open door of the Holy Ghost that's here this morning. A lot of people leave churches. They come in bound and they leave bound. And they leave frustrated saying, well, it didn't happen for me. Well, for it to happen for you, you've got to reach out and get a hold of it. Just being in the building doesn't liberate people. Getting in the Spirit is what liberates people. You don't get in the Spirit without some words being involved, without some response taking place in your heart. And see, that's difficult for some people to do because for generations our world has wrongly taught us that the church is a place of silence and the ball game and the club is a place of noise. They've tried to omit the Bible that says things like, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Leap for joy. Praise Him in the dance. Praise Him with the tambourines and the hearts. Praise Him on the high-sounding cymbals. Praise Him with the stringed instruments and the organs. God did not make music for rock concerts. He made music for worship. God didn't make emotions for the Backstreet Boys or for Led Zeppelin or for One Direction, who is the wrong direction. God made your emotions to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God didn't give you energy to shout with a lifted voice because somebody threw a pass. He gave you energy to shout because somebody went to a cross. So when you're in the house of God and all hell's breaking loose in your life, it ain't time to bow your head in silence and in defeat. It's time to lift your voice and say, I've got a word. Acts chapter 3 tells me about a lame man that got deliverance in the gate and started leaping in the house of God. When you begin to respond to the presence of God, there will always be deliverance. You've got a voice left. Worship the king with everything you've got for 30 seconds.
Come on, there's liberty here. I hope you're listening, devil. There's no pride where there's somebody dancing in the Holy Ghost. There's no I'm too important when somebody's jumping up and down in the Holy Ghost. There's no arrogance when you're praising God in the dance. There's liberty in this house. Praise God. First Chronicles chapter 11. God wants to break some stuff loose in this service today. There's people in this house, you've come in here overwhelmed by stuff that's devouring you. God wants to lift weary heads in this service. And I want to challenge somebody. I want to challenge the occasional visit to church. I want you to understand, sustained victory will not happen with inconsistency to God. If you come to this altar today, and I hope everyone does, and you pray through to the baptism of the Holy Ghost like everyone needs, but you leave and you don't show up for the next service and you don't start your next day with prayer and you don't follow through, you're going to go right back to where you were. The biggest battle is not getting the Holy Ghost. The biggest battle is you not letting go of the Holy Ghost. And I am tired of this prevailing spirit of our age that tells people, go get the Holy Ghost, now you're done. You're not done. You just got started. Now it's a lifelong, joyous journey of walking in victory and promise and living for God in the Holy Ghost. So make up your mind, I'm going to the altar to get something today, and I'm going to have it when I wake up in the morning, and I'm going to be back to revival Monday night, and I'm going to be at Wednesday. He's a sustaining God. First Chronicles 11 and verse number 22. One verse of Scripture. First Chronicles 11 and verse 22 says, Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, the son of a valiant man, Kabzeel, who had done many acts, he slew two lion-like men of Moab. Also, he went down and slew a lion in a pit on a snowy day. He slew two lion-like men, and also he went down and slew a lion in a pit on a snowy day. Now I want to preach this morning, kill it while you can. Kill it while you can. Would you lay your Bibles down, and I need Holy Ghost for the people to lift your voice and for a solid minute. Let's pray that God's will would be done and that we would respond to the presence and the Word of God today. I don't need my whispers. I need my prayer warriors to lift their voice. Somebody's tapped in the Holy Ghost today. God, I pray there'd be an old-time anointing that would destroy every yoke of bondage. God, I pray there'd be a pull from places of bondage to altars of repentance. Lord, let the liberty of the Holy Ghost baptize us in this house.
In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, you may be seated. Kill it while you can. We are living in a world broken and held captive by sin. Sin has a new face, a new avenue every day. It seems like when I was a kid and even before my time to hear tell of the stories, a preacher could just step in the pulpit and say, don't go down to the bar. Don't go down to the movie house. And don't go down over there. And people were, for the most part, safe. And don't go down to that seedy rundown store and you won't get a pornographic addiction. But, but it hasn't got that easy anymore. Sin's got a new face. Sin's everywhere you look. Sin's in our pockets. It's on our iPhones. It's accessible. If, if you want to sin, you can find it pretty easy. Your flesh is tempted every day. Sin is on the attack every day. Sin wants to destroy you. Sin doesn't want you here this morning. Sin doesn't want you to come to the altar and repent of your sins. Sin doesn't want you to get baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ. Sin doesn't want you to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Sin would rather you sit in a church all your life and never receive the Holy Ghost because as long as you don't have the power of God, you don't have power over sin in your life. Sin doesn't want to lose its hold on anybody that's in this building hearing this preacher right now. But the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8 that you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That's keeping power. That's staying power. Uh, That's the help of God to keep from going back to the things uh, and to the slavery of sin that has kept you captive. Uh, That's the power of God to help us walk out of failure, to walk out of sin, to walk out of lust, to walk out of addictions, to walk out of immorality, to walk out of alcoholism, to walk out of pornography, to walk out of nicotine addictions. Uh, Is it going to get locked up because the preacher's preaching against sin today? Uh, It's the power of God to help us break the strongholds in the society that we live in that are telling us uh, that you can choose your own gender and choose your own lifestyles and do what you want to do, and God made you that way, so you might as well just live any immoral act. Let me just tell you, God didn't make us in sin. God made man perfect, uh, but sin breaks God's creation. That's why it doesn't matter how you feel like you were born. You must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. And when you're born again, behold, the old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. You can't let sin live in your life. You can't pet sin. You can't play with sin. You can't ignore sin. You've got to confront sin. You've got to kill sin. And I've come to help somebody in this church today to silence the roar of sin in this house. I've come to kill some lions. I've come to kill some addictions in this place. I've come to kill some condemnation. I've come to silence the voices of hell that are telling people you're never going to kill it. You're never going to have victory over it. That's a lie and the truth is not in the devil. You can kill it by the help of God. There's no way you're going to make me believe that a child of God has to live their life bound by depression every day. That's a lie from our world that we're living in. He's a God that has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound anybody hearing the preacher right now you've got to kill it you've got to silence 
Now, you're going to have to ride with this preacher right now because I've got I've to get you and me on the same page. Here's Benaiah, one of David's mighty men. And it's almost as if, it's almost as if this is just an aside as they're going through Benaiah's lifestyle. And they're going through the mighty act. It's almost like as an extra. They just throw in as if he's just trying to, to prove his fighting skills, Pastor Mayo. As if he's just trying to prove his ability. As if he's just walking around bored saying, I'd like to find a lion uh, to fight with. Uh, but Benaiah was a skilled warrior. Uh, and most anybody will tell you, you go to karate classes, uh, you go to any kind of martial arts, they will tell you, you don't go looking for fights. Uh, the best way to handle a fight is get a good pair of running shoes. Uh, try to avoid fights. Uh, but if you must fight, they teach you how to fight and fight to win. Uh, and so Benaiah understood, nobody just goes looking for lions. Uh, nobody just goes looking for devils. Uh, nobody just wakes up in the morning and says, uh, I'd like to wrestle some temptations today. Uh, I'd like to battle some depression today. Uh, I'm feeling really strong in my faith. I'd like to battle some lust today. Uh, nobody wakes up saying, I wish there was a lion to wrestle today. Uh, but, but you've got to understand that there's going to be opportunities that God's going to give you in your life uh, to have testimonies of victory uh, so that you can prove that the Holy Ghost uh, is absolutely doing greater things in your life than hell has ever done in your life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lions were very large in population in that region. Multiple places in Scripture, you will read about people on a journey and coming across a lion. Samson, on his way home, comes across a lion in the path. David, in his sheep with his flock, comes across a lion. We can read multiple stories. The word lion is 81 times in your Bible. They were very much in the wild. And it was the fear of the traveler. Again, people don't go wake up in the morning and say, I hope today I run across a lion out in the wild. It was the fear of the traveler to say that in our journey, I hope that a lion doesn't come across. Because not everybody's a Samson. Not everybody's a David that's equipped to handle a lion. And even they're not equipped if the help of God does not show up. So it was the terror of the traveler that I hope today that there's no lions on the prowl. Because a lion on the loose was a threat to everybody that was around. An untamed, uncontrolled lion, or should I just say a lion that's alive and on the loose, was a threat to everybody around. So here comes Benaiah. Here he comes, the wise warrior. I don't know why he's out traveling in the snow. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he had to go chop some firewood. Maybe he had to run down to the corner market. Maybe they ran out of supplies. But all I know is if you're going to fight lions, you sure don't want to do it when you're cold and miserable. Huh? And as he's out in the snow, these are not good conditions. Can I tell you, the devil doesn't show up on good days. Huh? He doesn't show up whenever things going well. Huh? He shows up in the midst of trouble. Huh? You're not going to fight temptation when you're on the top of the mountain huh? because he knows you've got the power to overcome it. Huh? He waits till friends are turning their back on you. Huh? He waits till people are talking about you. Huh? And all of a sudden, he starts giving you excuses. Huh? You know what? You'd be justified if 
if you'd smoke this. Uh, you'd be justified if you'd watch this. Uh, you'd be justified if you'd do this. Uh, he tries to make you think your sin uh, is justifiable uh, because he knows he's not going to be able to defeat you in an altar. Uh, he's going to have to defeat you out in the snow somewhere. Uh, he's going to have to defeat you when you're away from the prayer room. Uh, that's why you've got to hear this preacher. Uh, you need to get up every day and say, I'm not going to let the devil uh, give me a broadside. Uh, I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to talk to my Savior. Uh, I'm not going to catch myself out in a weak moment uh, and start excusing my sin. Uh, I'm going to let the devil know uh, if the sun's shining or the snow's falling, uh, I'm still going to win the battle. Uh, I'm st- Somebody that's fighting hell ought to lift your head uh, and claim victory right now. We're going to kill a lion today. Uh, we're going to silence some oppression. Uh, we're going to deal with a spirit of fear. Uh, I'm going to deal with a spirit of anger. Uh, we're going to take the head uh, off the heaviness. Oh, come on, somebody worship him right now. Come on, church, I need you to help the preacher lift your voice for just a moment right now. The devil don't show up when you're running the aisles. He waits till you go home and nobody else is around. And he starts giving you justifications of why no wonder you did what you did. You had a right. You're wrestling with a lion that you're not equipped to handle. So here comes Benaiah, and he hears the roar. And no doubt the heart started beating fast as he's thinking, man, I don't know where this guy's at. And he's in the cold. He's in the snow. Uh, he's in a low point. He's in a rough point. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, I wish the devil would show up while I was in a prayer meeting. Uh, I'd have more victories and testimonies than you could count. Uh, but he don't like showing up in prayer meetings. Uh, he tries to fix the fight. Uh, he tries to fix it in his favor. Uh, and yet, uh, in this moment, uh, here was a lion that actually didn't have the upper hand. Uh, he's hearing the roar. Uh, and he begins looking around. And there's a hole in the ground. Uh, that word pit simply meant cistern uh, or empty well. Uh, Somehow this lion had fallen. Uh, Maybe the snow had covered the opening. I don't know. We don't have all that information. All we know is somehow the lion had fallen into the pit and was trapped. Uh, And so he's roaring and he's trying to get out. Uh, And Benaiah hears the roar uh, and he comes across this pit. Uh, And at first he's fearful uh, but it starts fading as he realizes uh, this thing can't hurt me right now. Uh, This thing is confined. Uh, This thing is contained. Man, I feel like preaching. God's going to liberate some stuff today. This thing is contained. And Benaiah realized, I've got an opportunity. He wasn't just trying to show how macho he was. He wasn't just trying to show how spiritual he could be. He realized, I've been given a great opportunity here. I've got a chance to kill this thing before it can get out and hurt my family. I've got a chance to take the head off this lion before it climbs out and hurts somebody else. He realized, I've got to kill it while it's confined. I've got to kill it while it's trapped. I've got to kill it while it's just a thought. Are you hearing this preacher right now? You've got to kill it while you can. He didn't feed it. He didn't pet it. He didn't say it ain't a big deal. He realized I've got to take care of it now while it's under control. Because if this lion gets out, there's going to be no wrestling a lion that's not confined. I've come to preach to somebody in this place. Don't let the lion live another day. Quit letting addiction rule you. Quit letting the... I got somebody out of worship him right now. 
Come on. Don't feed it. Don't pet it. Don't ignore it. Don't bring it home. You've got to get down in that pit and say, I may be cold. I may be in a low spot, but I've got to handle it while it's contained. I've got to kill it while it's confined. Come on. I feel something breaking loose right now. God's coming against lions of depression right now. God's coming against lions of the reoccurring struggle right now. Come on, let's fill up for the Holy Ghost for just a moment. I'm helping somebody locked in a struggle. I'm preaching to somebody dealing with a lion's roar that's driving you crazy. I'm preaching to some young people dealing with a lion called lust. I'm preaching to some people dealing with a lion called heaviness. I'm preaching to some people that are wrestling with lions of bitterness. I can't just ignore it and hope it goes away. Because eventually the sun's going to start shining and the snow's going to start melting and that lion's going to get out and it's going to be out for blood. The Bible says your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That's why you need to get this in your head, young person. Sin is not a game. It's not just a little pet sin. It's not just a little struggle. We need to quit calling sins problems. It's not a problem. It's a sin. When you realize it's not a problem, but it's a sin, you realize it's a life or death struggle. Lions don't play nice. They play to kill. They play to devour. Lust is not a little pet struggle. Lust is the death of the body. When lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, it brings forth death. You've got to realize, Benaiah, every church service is an opportunity to jump in the pit and say, I'm going to kill the lion today. Every altar call is an opportunity that God's putting the lion in confinement. And he's saying, I'm going to hold it here until you get the victory. Are you hearing this preacher right now? I feel like I'm only hitting three people right now, but I'm in the Holy Ghost. There's some people in here battling out-of-control lions that you've been ignoring. You thought if I ignore it, it'll go away. Sin doesn't go away. You've got to get your hands on it. anybody, Pastor Mayo. I've got it under control. I've got this contained. It's just a little lion right now. It's just a cute little thing right now. It's not hurting me or my family. I've got it confined in a pit. I'm controlling this. I can handle this. Other people don't know how to handle their lions. I'm smarter than the rest of the world. 
don't know how to control their pornography addictions. They don't know how to control and handle their little pet sin. And you're just petting a lion. And the whole time, you're thinking you've got it contained. And you're just walking by the well waving. And you're just letting them live. But every day we're getting closer to summer. And the snow's starting to melt. And that lion's getting hungrier. And that little pet sin's getting greater. And you're finding it harder and harder to keep in check. And you're finding it harder and harder to keep under control. Because you're going to find out real fast that nobody can find sin. Nobody controls sin. Sin controls you. And it will wreck your life. It will destroy your life. But thanks be to God, the lion killer is in this house today. Thanks be to God. Don't let it out. Don't let it out. Don't let it get out of control. Don't let it grow. Don't let it live. Kill it. Don't let it. My God, somebody lift your voice in this house and let God begin to put the Holy Ghost knife in your hand. Come on, somebody feel after God right now. Come on. Come on, I've come to wrestle the lion that's got out of control. It could be an attitude. It could be that lion called addiction. Somebody's wrestling a lion called pride. Somebody's wrestling a lion called condemnation. Whole families destroyed because they think I've got it contained. I've got it under control. I'll bring my kids back to church, Pastor, before they get teenagers so they won't grow up lost. But you can't contain a lion. You can't expect a lion to stay confined forever. You've got to realize when God puts him in a pit in that altar call, this is my opportunity to get the knife and the Holy Ghost and take the head off a lion called bitterness. Take the head off of, are you hearing the preacher right now? It's going to lock up, and let me tell you why. You start preaching about stuff like this, and nobody wants anybody to think that there's lions in their life that they're dealing with. Yeah, you think you think everybody's fooled that you're the only one that's never had to battle a lion. You're in the wrong church, brother. There's people all in this building from the pulpit back that's had to fight lions. But let me tell you. It's not a sin to have a lion show up. And it's not a sin to have to fight with a lion. It's a sin to let it live. It's a sin to leave it alone. You cannot leave it alone. You've got to realize on a Sunday morning, God's given me an opportunity. I've got the help of God. He's holding the lion's ears back. He's wrapping this thing in confinement. I've got to get in an altar. And this spirit of hell that's been destroying my soul, Pastor Mayo, I've got to take out a knife in this altar. And I've got to stay here till the lion can't breathe anymore. I've got to stay here till the bitterness is cold because there's people in this house, you're already wrestling out of control lions that you let live and now they're out of the pit. You fed it. You pet it. You ignored it. Let me just tell you, I'm not here to get on technology today. I use it. We were talking about this the other night. If this keeps causing me to fall into a pit, I'd rather have a flip phone. 
I'm talking to people that are willing to cut the throat off some lions. My family is too important to me for me to throw it away because I kept petting a lion that I should have killed. My children are too valuable to me for me to throw them away because I kept petting a pet lust that I should have killed when it was just a thought. Let me preach to a David. You need to kill the thought about Bathsheba while it's just a thought. Don't wait till it grows. Don't wait till you've got a dead son. Are you hearing this preacher? David was able to kill the lion after the flock, but he wasn't able to kill the lion that was after his character. Samson was able to kill a lion in the road, but he wasn't able to kill the lion that was after his power. David, when you stepped on that balcony and Bathsheba's plan was a thought, you should have killed it right there and got back to the battlefield and said, my children aren't worth sacrificing because of a lion that I didn't kill while it was still contained. Young people, your future ain't worth throwing away because of a lion that's lied to you and said, this will just stay confined in your teenage years. I'm trying to save families. We're battling lust. We're battling addictions. You mean in the apostolic church? Yes, in the apostolic church. We've got way too many addictions among us. We're addicted to all kinds of junk. We've got people addicted to music, ungodly music. We've got people addicted to pills. We've got people wrapped up in all kinds of junk. My God, we're in the house every Sunday with the lion killer. We're in the place where there's liberty. We've got to quit ignoring it. Well, I'm just going to have to live with it. I'm not living with it out of control lion. Hey, David, I'm not waiting till my son is dead and Absalom's turned on me and I've lost Tamar. I'm going to kill it while it's just a thought. I'm going to get in an altar and say, God, contain it. Help. I got every hand lifted right now in the Holy Ghost. Every voice lifted. I need some prayer warriors to pray right now. Come on. Come on. Carnality cannot be ignored. Sin cannot be played with. Come on, the Holy Ghost is in this house. I'm preaching to people in here. You're trying to respond to the preacher, but the roar of that lion is so loud because you've ignored it for so long. It's finally climbing over the top of that pit, and it's starting to wreak havoc in your family. You may have let him out, but I've got good news for you. He may already be full grown. He may not be in the pit anymore, but the Bible tells us that through faith, the people of God of old were able to stop the mouth of the lion. He may already be out of the pit. You may have already lost your son, David, but God's got a work of restoration. He can give somebody the strength in an altar to finally silence what you should have killed so long ago. You keep coming and praying at it. But you don't keep coming and praying through over it. You don't need to pray till you feel better. You need to pray till you pray through.
with all these promises and all these lies. And you just keep petting it because it's just a little thing right now. I'm preaching to someone playing a dangerous game with a lion. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Playing a dangerous game with stuff in your world that the devil's lied to you and said, you can control me. You can handle me. You can do this. And he's just trying to keep your eyes off the fact that the snow's starting to melt. And the walls of that pit aren't as slick as they used to be. And he's going to let that anger destroy you. And that bitterness hold you back for the rest of your life. Because you're petting what you should have killed years ago. And God's saying, I'm giving somebody an opportunity on a Sunday morning at the Cornerstone Pentecostal Church to deal the final death blow to that lion called depression. It's all right. I hear heaven telling me to preach. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't get nervous. I'm fine. We're going to kill the lion today. I'm tired of young men battling pornography. I'm sick of it. We're going to break it in the apostolic church once and for all. I am tired of marriages splitting apart in the apostolic church. I'm sick of it. We've got to cut the head off of the unfaithfulness once and for all. I am tired of the heaviness keeping people from believing they can have joy of the Lord when their Holy Ghost filled. We're going to cut the head off that lion once and for all. I am tired of people walking in with discouragement and condemnation, feeling like they can't break free, feeling like they can't get deliverance. The devil is a liar. He that the Son has set free is free indeed. He don't need talent. You ain't got to be super spiritual. You just got to be willing to get in the pit and wrestle. You just got to be willing to get some stuff out of your house and throw it in the trash. You just got to be willing to go through your DVDs and say, I'm not watching this what you doing? I'm just going to wrestle this thing until it stops breathing. I'm going to start throwing stuff in the trash. I'm going to start deleting phone numbers. I'm going to stop going here. What are you doing? I've got to kill this thing. I've got to kill this thing before it kills me. My God, somebody do what you feel right now in the Holy Ghost. All over this building, you ought to stand to your feet. Come on, somebody's waiting for something else to happen. God's waiting for you to get in the pit uh, and start fighting that beast. Uh, hey, today's my day. Today's my Sunday. Uh, if you're battling spirits of hell coming after your kids, get out of that uh, get out of that pew and run to this altar. Get in the arena. Uh, get in this altar and say, I'm staying here until the addiction's dead. Uh, I'm going to kill it while I can. I'm going to kill it while it's confined. I'm going to kill it while I've got help. I'm going to kill it while I've got an altar call. Come on, run to this altar and don't you whisper. I need you to lift your voice and begin to pray. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, get up here and pray right now until you're speaking with other tongues. Get up here until depression is dead. Get up here until the seed and the root of bitterness is cut out. You get in this pit and say, I'm not leaving till there's a dead lion. I'm not leaving till there's a dead addiction. I'm not leaving until there's a dead sin. I'm not leaving until I'm speaking in tongues as the Holy Ghost gives the utterance.
the lion's roaring, but I hear God grabbing that lion of addiction by the mane and hurling it into a pit, saying, all right, child of God, jump in here and show us you mean business. Get in this altar and start repenting. You don't stop till the growl of that addiction goes silent. You don't stop till that spirit of lust goes dormant. You don't stop till God begins to lift the heaviness and you finally feel the peace of God flood you. Don't stop till you're speaking with tongues. Don't stop till you pray back through to the Holy Ghost. But he's already out. But he's already out of control. But God's given you an opportunity. God's putting it in the pit, in this altar, and he's saying, kill it while you can. As your voice is going higher, the roar of that lion is getting quieter. That's it. Let your voice be heard in this pit today. We're not leaving till there's a dead lion called failure at the bottom of this pit. I'm not leaving till there's a dead lion called lust at the bottom of this pit. I'm not leaving till there's a dead lion called sin at the bottom of this pit. I'm not leaving till there's a dead lion called unfaithfulness at the bottom of this pit. I've got an opportunity. Get in this altar and pray till the lion's dead. Pray till you repent of your sins. Pray till you're speaking in other words as the Holy Ghost gives you the utterance. If you've never received the Holy Ghost, you need to have your hands in the air right now. Come on. I'm preaching to the first-time visitor, to the oldest saint in this house. No more petting that little pet sin. No more saying it's just my little pet pleasure. Kill it while it's confined in the altar today. That's your church pray. I don't need my watchers. I need praying people. Everybody, lift your voice. Help somebody pray till they're speaking in tongues. Help somebody pray till they repent it. Help somebody pray till there's a silencing of a roar. Come on. We cast down every sinful addiction in the name of Jesus. We cast out the weakness of the flesh in the name of Jesus. We cast down a spirit of fear. We cast out a spirit of lust. We cast down a spirit of unfaithfulness. We destroy the root of bitterness. Kill it. Kill it in this altar and don't let it live to see another day. You hear me, young man? You need to get in this altar and wrestle this thing till it dies. You hear me, mom and dad? You need to get in here and wrestle the lion called Hollywood until you're liberated from that spirit of hell.
Come on. We're taking the head off the lion of homosexuality. We're taking the head off the lion of promiscuity. We're going to cut the throat of the lion called rebellion. God, let the liberty of the Holy Ghost reign in this altar as we leave a dead lion in this pit. Touch your church. Push. Pray somebody through. Pray yourself through. Pray till you're in the Holy Ghost. Pray till you've told God, I'm not feeding the lion anymore. I'm not playing with sin anymore. I'm killing it. It's done. I'm throwing it in the trash. I'm going to be right with God. Don't let it live. Pray till you're drunk in the Holy Ghost as God restores some things in your life. Let God restore what the lion may already have devoured. Come on, every eye closed. Don't stop halfway. Let the tears flow. People are receiving the Holy Ghost today. We're having harvest and we're having revival in the same altar call. God's liberating people. God's confining stuff to give us victory. I'm not letting my flesh take this. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to do it till it's uncomfortable. I'm not looking for it to be easy. God help me. After this message today, I am convinced that you're going to have to push. You're going to have to get in that pit. And you're going to have to say, I'm not looking for it to get easy. I'm not looking for it to feel good. I'm not looking for it to see good. I'm just going to kill this thing. I'm going to take advantage of this. This is a word from God. This is a word from the Holy Ghost. Come on, we can't leave here today with one lion left alive. I need a church to help me. Look around. There's people wrestling in the pit right now. I need you to join up with them and begin to pray with everything you've got. Get in the pit with somebody and help them break the head off that lion. Come on, church, push. We are not going to let the hell, spirit of hell, stop this altar call right now. Come on, I need every Holy Ghost-filled saint of God. Stretch your hand. Get in the pit with somebody and help them fight right now. Pray till you're both speaking in tongues. Pray till you feel stuff breaking loose. Go. Come on. If you claim to be a member of this church, I need your voice high and pray it. Pray. 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 Get in the pit and help somebody wrestle their demon today. That's it. Let it flow. God's filling people with the Holy Ghost. Come on. Come on. God's breaking the bondage of depression right now. God's bringing people to the cross right now. You don't stop till the Holy Ghost is speaking through you and you feel the joy of the Lord breaking the chains right now. That's it. Go. Go. Let it rise. I need somebody to throw your head back, open your mouth, and with a loud voice begin to cry into God right now. There's a breakthrough happening right now. I need you to push now. Go. Voice is lifted. Go. That's it. That's it. Come on. There's another wind blowing. That's it. Push. Every voice lifted. Push this thing through right now. My God, there it is. That's it. Let God use you. 
Let God use you. Go. Yeah. Yeah. It's breaking. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Take that devil, another lion's dead. Take that devil, another addiction defeated. Take that devil, another soul speaking in tongues. Go ahead, go all the way today.